I love this song more and more every time we do it. It's kind of mellow. I can do it something a little more. I don't know. It, it, I think it, we're mellow. Yeah, it fits for us, I feel like, you know? Just something like that, the vein of like, you know, where's my ride? Well, that yeah, we'll try that, and then someone just stole that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Welcome to the SVW Podcast. My name is Roman. I'm the producer of this show. I'm here with my friends Heck, Yeet. Woody, yes, sir. and Chris. That was a trademark infringement. <laughs> yeah, that is, we're, we're done for. Um, we have a lot to talk about this week. AEW, disgruntled employees, and so much more. But before we get into that, we got a little shop talk, and... Uh, we had a couple cool things happen this week. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, man, it was uh, another fun week around the store. Um, you know, we uh, did our uh, first big video out there of uh, showcasing the store out there to the res- whole world. We obviously get to walk through this place every day and see the majesty and the wonder of this slice of wrestling heaven we get to mm-hmm. work in every day. But we finally got to put it out there in a really yeah. – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a rare shout-out to Roman in a really nice way. <sighs> the video actually looked really, really good. And I think the public agrees. You guys got to see uh, the store. and Check um, it out and follow me around the shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the first video went viral. Yeah. That's the one we're talking about. Heck was not in that one. No. Well, Roman a did bit. a talk-through. He was there at the end. Yeah, he did uh, tease yeah, he hit- the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> so we showed the first floor, and it – is obviously immaculate mm-hmm. and that one went viral um our followers were going up so much we have this machine in the shop that keeps count of our followers and uh that's exactly how it sounds like <laughs> exactly like that's perfect and yeah. it was like i'm not gonna say it because it's a good problem it's kind of annoying it was going crazy yeah. i think we gained like it's like crack man you it, hear that thing you're like i just want to hear it again i, I think that video again. is responsible for five thousand followers yeah just yeah, about just about yeah just about it's, uh, yeah so thank you roman you're you right. might have earned your producer title for once. And, and then at this point, I guess, thank I you. First time for everything. Thank you I to can't all the... two minutes into this podcast. You guys are already... I can't believe it. I, mean, I can. What do you mean? We just... We, we compliments. You just got two I compliments. Know, but you literally started. You were like, can't believe I'm going to say this. Whatever. Anyway, listen, I think sorry. the most important thing we can say here is thank you to the new followers. You know what I mean? Listen, we might get we might have a new listener. It's our first time listening to the podcast. We got all these new followers. Mm-hmm. You guys, welcome into the Shout SBW out. Welcome. podcast. Welcome. Yes. welcome. This is what we're doing here. Don't get used to Roman doing well. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is a rare sight. You will not see us compliment Roman on here. So if that's not your vibe, that's fine. Keep sticking through. Don't with set this. Roman's expectations too high. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll see you next week with reality. <laughs> but no, the video was awesome, and it led to this idea that we talked out to do um, MTV crib style introduction to the shop because. Like, Roman did it from the standpoint of, like, a new uh, customer and being just wild. And then Heck did it from the standpoint of, like, yo, this is my crib. (laughs) Welcome to my crib. And uh, explained each section a little bit more. And that video is also litty. As yes. the kids are saying, yeah, H-E to the C. I was trying to stay like little Bow Wow esque, not like Red Man esque. Yeah, well, no one you, that never go, you can't awesome. ever go full Red Man. <laughs> oh, no, that's it's too much. <laughs> you can never go full Red Man. It's yeah. funny when we were when me and Chris were watching Cribs episodes for to like do research. I was like, what about this Red Man? And he's like, no, not that one. It's, he's like, might, skip that. That one. might be the best episode. It's the best episode. Yeah, be the best but, episode. But that's but not, not the vibe. We're <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, definitely not. It's different. Yeah. No. Yeah, like, no, I thought that video came up. John there. just chilling in a corner. Brown John sleeping on a couch <laughs> right. or on a bench. Yeah. yeah, and then not only that, we get all this 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 love and support and and great cinematography and everything. And then we kind of just top it all off with a, a visit from 
uh, one of the best female wrestlers of all time. You know, we had Lita come through. A legend. Yeah. You know, Lita. Uh, just amazing. She she's she has like an aura about her. Yeah, she truly. Totally. Does. She, she, she glows. She's, she's so nice. She That's how it felt. Really gave everyone as much time with her as possible. Like she was in no rush to do anything. She was walking around. She was really soaking in the store in a way mm-hmm. that you could see that she actually like respected the hell out of this place for what it was. And um, also, god damn, she is still just just beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, you you see people as you grow up, and then you like. Obviously, we saw her as like I saw her as like a teenager. Loved Lita, holy shit! And then you see her in person, you're like, okay, yeah, still love Lita. Didn't we, we joked about it a little bit? I, I said like, you, you're a woman, but you were out there taking some of the craziest bumps. Just as we, for whatever reason, it was going viral of Eddie Guerrero slamming her through the fucking floor. Oh, that power bomb was insane. Ooh, and like yeah, to that. see all these other wrestlers that we know that can barely walk and have all these problems. Yeah, it's not like she wasn't right there with them. And she's, yeah, she looks great. She looks great. Completely normal. Yeah, she enjoyed, we sent her to the sneaker shop too. Like ACL, MCL, all in one shot in her knee. Yeah. Yeah, and a match with Trish. Yeah. 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 And then we learned a reason why she wore the baggy pants. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was a little like To cover up a knee brace, which is insane because... I would have never, you would have never known. And it was really yeah. smart because I actually do think that takes a little bit away from a wrestler's like image in yeah, a way. Because yeah, yeah. then if I'm like a wrestler, like you're always going to key in well, on it, stone cold. go for it. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. someone has yeah, a totally. knee brace, you're like, well, obviously, if you're wrestling, you should be working the knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if I'm wrestling and someone's a knee brace, I'm going to work the knee. So that almost like you have to do that in a match. And if you don't, you're like, then it makes the wrestler's acumen seem like lower. So to see that Lita would hide it and then also find a way to turn it into like a, a fashion thing like a whole that, that got yeah, over yeah, yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, is pretty amazing. When I when I thought about it, she is top dog for like so many more reasons than like any other other females of her time. Like Trish Stratus was great, mm-hmm. but she didn't like define a culture. China was great, but it was weird how like she fit in like a 20% value. Like everyone represented like their own little part of DX, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like who was the leader of DX? Mm-hmm. They all kind of... Were like this thing, kind of like Judgment Day has their leader. DX was weird. Did anyone say I'm the leader of DX? I mean, it was always like a Triple H and Sean. Right. And, when Sean and Sean, that's injured. what I mean. Well, it wasn't Sean one guy though. Triple H. It was, but it China was, was kind of the enforcer, so I wasn't well, saying she was leading. That's the case. She was she was the bodyguard. She literally was right. the bodyguard, which was so ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, listen, I will say nothing but positive things about Lita, but to me, like. China is going to be up there too. China is always going to be probably like my like my a number one. I just think that when Lita wrestling. wrestled a certain way, she would go on top of a steel cage and do a fucking backflip. She was doing that crazy, you know, yeah, times all the time, <laughs> just like the guys were doing, well, yeah. And that's the other thing, like being with the Hardy Boys, like having that kind of energy and like those, like all three of them kind of did the same. They kind of had the same attitude Team towards extreme. like the ring and like towards matches and like what they would do, which was sick because it's I don't think. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like people like China, that was like not a thing back then, right? No, no, and and, and you also just got to like hear <laughs> little bits of of her life that she was willing to share about, 
you know, her time on the road with doing like mm-hmm. ECW back in like Miss Congeniality days and yeah. talking about like how best friends with like Woody she's <laughs> with, uh, with Roadkill, uh, the, Am- the Amish ECW uh, wrestler that if you ever look at him, maybe uh, in a in a cut here, Roman can show a picture yeah. of side by side and show it how much he, we do. If I shave my mustache, I'm yeah, I'm, a, I'm a dead dead ringer for him. But um, uh, but she talked about how much like respect she had for the the, the locker room backstage and how. There's a few people that she got to deal with that really were just like incredibly nice, like how Lance Storm was like one of the nicest people in the locker room, and like you kind of imagine it because he's a, he's Canadian yeah, and, and yeah, he yeah. seems like it, but she was just like the way that that guy like would go out of his way to do to put. He was a champion at the time, and he would like help her out and bolster her when she was a nobody coming up. And giving her the time of day and like helping her schedule out and things like that. It was just really cool to know that there's still like really good people yeah. in these locker rooms and these, you know, these wrestlers are still solid individuals. Yeah, because you hear some complete opposite stories. Exactly. Totally. You hear so yeah, much. Especially people. back in the day. Like, yeah. so it's cool hearing some positive back in the day stories. 100%. Totally. That's, that's, that's my biggest room. thing is I feel like so many people focus on the negative in wrestling. The, the, the dark, dark side series. The, I the hate dark it. Side of the ring. I won't watch it. This, I. Is, this is something I, I do. I, I, dedicate, <laughs> I, I do too. I dedicate Sorry. my life to, to wrestling here. You know, I mean, I, I watch this on a, on a regular basis. We talk about it. It's my job. It's, it's everything I do. I don't want to be entrenched in all the negative, the negativity and the dark side of it. I, I want to focus on the positive and, the, and the, the good things happening out of it. And that's why, so hearing stories like that is kind of nice to know that there is that, uh, despite all the those like horrible things you hear in the past. There was still, even back then, there was still I was these, about like, to say, really I get that, but like, you st- it's still part of it. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and even if it's a shitty part no, of it, here's the difference. still ready? part of it. And, the like, NFL's dark side would be fucking together. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying what they the what they rigged. <laughs> it's kayfabe. <laughs> but no, no. In all in all actuality, like you know, there are some terrible things that happen in wrestling that they attributed to CTE. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That happened tenfold in NFL. Oh yeah. And in the most horrific ways. So it's like uh, Junior say Why like, does the NFL yeah. not put it out? Because they don't yeah. need to. And if they would, they probably lose a lot of endorsements and sponsors. So for me, it's like, all right, guys, we get it. There's like this slow time before covid and then during covid and these shows were doing well let's fucking end it yeah there's mm-hmm. so many there's so many football how players many other that, people's life do we have to say was fucking terrible yeah, yeah. there's so many football players that that, that that die when they're like 38 and you're like oh that's where they committed suicide or at 38 pulled a benoit or no. you know I mean, oh wow <laughs> like junior Seau, he, he, he his, his whole thing and that was 100 percent cte and uh murder suicides and, all these things, but, but it almost happens yearly. These, Bro. those are, those are regularly Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor did crap, man. Yeah, that's Bro. not, that's not CT. So LT's Jack the go. man, no. Uh, no, I, we, I will never. UNC. We can't support. We can't support <laughs> LT. What? No. Yes, we can. Lawrence <laughs> Taylor and all the crack you've done. Shout out to you. You're a great Tar Heel. He, he, a child prostitute. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he banged a prostitute. Yes, that was, that was a child. What? Is that real? But he didn't, yes. He didn't order a prostitute. Yes. You know, he didn't. You, don't, you order a prostitute. You're not the checking her. Yes. You know what? You don't. All right. You and Josh Giddy. This Dubai suck. young vixen. <laughs> there's a there's a line. There's a line that I'm sorry Good you don't Lord. come back from when it comes to me. <laughs> oh fuck. And I think I think uh, I think child prostitute is that line. All right, let's yeah. move on because that was yes. terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll just forget. <laughs> we can never get half of the Listen, we just we have to we oh. have to yeah. Let's rewind. Let's <laughs> cut it. Yeah. Lt. 
because uh, that that's a bad take. Go Tar Heels. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we love but, the Tar Heels. Hey, he was in wrestling. But he was. They they don't mention him either. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't talk about the great LT in wrestling. Spam uh, No, but it was good though because football. He's one of the all time great defensive right, players, getting, and he smoked crack. Whereas like wrestling, you'd be like, he can't be a fucking goat. But I think I think uh, <laughs> the key here is what what you were saying. It is part of it, uh, but I don't care. Like I'm I'm putting blinders on. I know it's there. I also know there's terrible things happening all over the world that I'm like, eh, I, I want to focus on the positivity in life because life is pretty can be pretty dark and dim mm-hmm. a lot of times just with whether we want to be or not. So let me just I'll focus on the good stuff. I got I got enough bad things happening in the real world to not focus on the bad things in the wrestling. Focus and and it's a hundred percent didn't do dude, it's a hundred percent like blissful ignorance, like willfully blissful ignorance, and that's fine. Like I, I'm knowingly like doing new, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know it's there. Speaking about uh, a willing a willingness uh, to ignorance, that's a good transition to the next segue to AEW. Oh come on, that's not the segue. That's not the segue. <laughs> talking about talking about focusing on the positivity in wrestling. Let's talk about AEW. Said no one ever. <laughs> Man. <laughs> getting harder uh, and harder to be a pro AEW around you guys. Oh you guys man. Are so... Well, let's talk about it then. Yeah, uh, let's the, talk about it. The, the tournament is what is going on at AEW right now. Woody, uh, what do you think about the tournament? Man, there's just some really good graps going on. Like, I think that's the key that. here. Like, we got some, some good matches, and there are going to be some wrestlers that are being buried, which I know Heck has an issue with. Uh, but there's some really good wrestling and some great matches that – they you maybe couldn't find a storyline way to get them in the ring together but you put them in a tournament and you're just like yeah jay lethal and jay white are wrestling awesome like sometimes you don't need a story sometimes you just like if you put a tournament in place you're gonna have some good stuff and maybe something can come of that maybe they can spark something in the ring that'll push a storyline in the future so this might be a way for them to have they have trouble starting storylines maybe this is a good way to start things just you, tell me some negative, Heck. I see, I see the look on your face. Heck's pulling up notes. You know yeah. the 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 whole tournament idea. Just straight from the get go, like it was just another reach. It's like two divisions. Like where where did it come from? Like what's the point of? What's the end goal? You know what I mean? Like there's so Triple many crown, other things baby. that could have been that time could have been spent on. You know what I mean? Creating some stories, creating some rivalries. You know what I mean? All the time that you're spending on this, that like. That literally, you know what I mean? What we were saying, like that New Japan kind of style, where it's like, no story. It's just, oh, it's all everything's a dream match. You know what I mean? Everything's not a dream match. Um, and then the fact that it's supposed to be like some of your best talent. Like, how do how do anybody in this tournament be your best talent, or you know, in that top tier category? And and it's coming out with donuts across the board. It's such a waste. Like even in a regular match. Somebody takes an L, you could still come out looking good. You know what I mean, and like be on top in a tournament. You take an L, you take an L. Now you're taking three L's in a row. Why were you in a tournament? I know somebody has to be the kind of cannon fodder, yep. but like you're just completely killing people in this. You know what I mean? I want to know before I, I have a rebuttal here. I want to hear what Chris has to say as well because I don't. I'm not, I don't want to you know step all over that. Uh, when it comes to the in match stuff, cool. 
that's not what moves me. You know that. Other wrestlers love it, so I'll let you enjoy it. Where I have a problem is hearing now where this started. It's like Brian Danielson's idea, right? That's what he wanted to do before he retired, I read, uh, as an homage to the New Japan, uh, what's it called? The um, G1, G1 Climax, Climax, right? So it's like, all right, you do that in the summer. You don't want to do it at the same time. They should have sold it better that way because now it's like, and Eddie Kingston put up his belt. It's like, fucking why? Like, Eddie was, like, finally in a good position to, like, have, like, him, like, become a star. Because I do think Eddie could be a star for you. Buried the fuck out of Eddie in this thing. Right? And then, like, even his promo, he's, like, backstage. He looks just, like, fat and defeated. Like, bro, you were a champion two weeks ago. And now you're fat and defeated. And then, um, like, I don't see... I don't see why this – what does this lead to? Like a new belt, a, a, a crowned AEW Continental Champion, another fucking belt in this it's fucking a, it's thing? A, it's, it's a, a triple crown. Rights. It's a triple crown. It's a, I a won the tournament. Now, so so I take it both you guys are really anti-King of the Ring all those years. You guys hated Macho King and you hated uh, Bret Hart winning uh, the uh, and, and having the Loved feud it. with Jerry Lawler. Loved it. Right. It was it, tournaments are no, tournaments it, are great. It was done differently though. It was like but that it's still the tournament style where it's like you can end up running and if they situate it right, you know what I mean. Like you may not fight your rival, but you know what I mean. At some point, like you're you're, you're cross paths if you're both as good as you say you are. Essentially, but this is just, like this is like you, you got to fight essentially everybody, right? It's a round right? robin, yeah. Yeah, right. So. But if you get so many points behind, there's absolutely no way to win. So they just kind of, that's how you kind of like get kicked out, right? But Minus same thing right? in King of the like, Ring. In King of the Ring, you would, if you lost one match, you were kicked out. Right. So at right. least you get to Racket see style. like, you get to yeah, see yeah. three matches from Jay Lethal before he gets kicked out or five but like matches. You, you, or... But in the bracket style, like, you know what I mean? Like every dog has his day. Like, you know what I mean? Boom. Like that was, that was your time. Boom. We move on. But. See the other side. Now of we it. got guys looking bad. Jay Lethal, you know what I mean? Jay Briscoe, you know what I mean? Like guys that well, shouldn't be completely buried in, in, Mark, in Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe. The fun thing about this tournament is like, okay, say Jay Lethal, right? Donut, 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 donut. Okay, but now we on the last match, and he has a chance to play spoiler. He can go out there and he could beat Swerve Strickland to knock him out of the the top spot. Even though, but I thought they Jay were knocked has, out because they were talking saying uh, this night like uh, Mark Bristol, like he's out. He's, is he he's out? They're not wrestling out. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Jay okay. There's so many points behind. I get what you say. I get what you're trying yeah. to say. Like, you know, I mean, they could fuck it up for the next person yeah. essentially and be that. Uh, you know what I mean? That that kind of like role. But I know. I think from what I was understanding, what they were saying, the way they were explaining it, like you're you're knocked out. You're so many points behind. There's no way, even if you won your next matches. You're, you're still got six points. I still think what I'm what I'm excited about this tournament is that we have a lot of great wrestlers in it. We wish had storylines. We wish we wish Eddie Kingston had something big going on. Well, there were a lot of good wrestlers going into it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Not we coming just, out of it. We have a lot of good wrestlers going into this that don't necessarily have a lot of storylines going on with them, and I'm thinking this could create that. So I think we could we could see a month from now looking back on this tournament. I mean, like, wow, we got we got to hear because of the feud that started at this tournament. Like, you know, we're watching AEW, right? Yeah. Yes. This so they're finding yeah, hopes and dreams, way. baby. Hopes and dreams. That's all. That's all. <laughs> okay. I wanna. I wanna. I just wanna reflect on this tournament, and I wanna see the viewers and see if they're tuning in more as this tournament gets closer to a winner. I don't think it draws in the, the casual fan 
at all. Agreed. And your your hardcore fans, it's like I look at uh, uh, WWE, and I know towards the end of the year here, there's no pay per views before Rumble, right? So they really are positioning themselves for Rumble, and then it's almost like Mania is like you open your oh shit, it's Mania. Okay. It's the road to WrestleMania. You guys are promoting Wembley already. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be your biggest show ever. We could speculate who's going to be in WrestleMania based on, like, how good they are at telling their stories. Yeah. Because certain feuds have multiple, you know, this guy could feud, like, three different ways. And it makes sense because they're good at the little seeds they plant. All right, AW, who's your Wembley? Who's MJF fighting? Uh, Uh, Adam Cole and MJF are going to (laughs) defend their ROH Tag Team Championships. (laughs) Like, will the devil be recognized by then? Like, get the fuck out of here. Well, it it is pretty far away. But I, I, but I agree. They have. But I'm they saying have, they, they got to start with a storyline somewhere. They ha- they're having difficulty with long term storytelling, and I, I think that's seen. And every time they try to, I feel like people shit on that as well. And if if, if that guy left because he didn't want to go down that line of no storylines, what's his name? Q T Marshall. Yeah, Q T Marshall. Uh, uh, kind of doing some producing backstage and all. He uh, handed in his resignation papers. Deuces, AEW. Huh. It's like, I want to tell more stories, and I don't want to just be all about the graphs. I want to be, yeah. Apparently I want to be like in there telling, telling tales. AEW's you know? pulling more and more away from stories. Which not I, that they're I, doing great with it anyway, but, you know. Like, QT Marshall may not be the best thing going on out there. So but do you, yeah. I, I do, I, I would love to Backstage see him. Backstage, though, he does something I'll like that. I, would, really I like, would love to see him go to NXT. Yeah. Because I think with the way that, that, that they're telling stories right now, that could be kind of amazing. I wouldn't even be mad if he just went back to NXT, like, NXT, like uh, you know, just like in a coach. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, he's a, yeah, doesn't yeah, have to be, I don't, I don't need him in the ring. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a big fan of him in the ring, but like he's his development and like training and like helping other guys is uh, I think that does say something. You mentioned it earlier. Like, if that guy was there with you from the very beginning... And now he's like, you know what? Creative. It's like a no, not personal. Love you guys. Just creatively. All right. Creatively is where I think they need the most help. And if the one guy that's like trying to come to bat for you is leaving, I really think this guy, Tony Khan, when we look back on AEW, you're going to be like, what the fuck? You know what they did? They wasted the golden opportunity of the golden years of what could be the greatest feud ever. And I'm not saying we still don't get there. Like we said before, it's a four year, four year company. They're growing. But it seems like the time is like right now because you caught up, in my opinion, a little bit. Like there was seriously like a month or two where I'm like, man, what were we saying? WWE better turn it on. Yeah, I think it was they right. turned it up. I, I So I heard a take and I thought it was pretty interesting. And someone compared it to um, during the pandemic. Right. So during the pandemic, AEW really started to catch up because of what they were doing. And they were competing also because WWE's product was lesser yeah. at that point because mm-hmm. they couldn't do they couldn't do what they wanted to do. So because of that, they were able to kind of catch up. And you saw almost an inflation of AEW. And what you're seeing now is more of a leveling out back to where they actually are. And it wasn't that they're actually it wasn't that, that they're plateau. lowering. It's that it's that they're just they were at an increased value, much like like um, the vintage community. You know, we saw we saw during the pandemic the vintage community just have this absolute boom like we've never seen before, and then it came back to like no, it's, it's, normalcy. It's interesting, and we saw that in a lot of different industries that the pandemic caused a strange shift in the way things were viewed. Could it also just be that like everyone loves the new guy? Right, it was Absolutely. the new thing. On, at oh, the shiny time. toy, and shiny now it's toy. not the new thing anymore. Yeah. But I think I think what we sometimes lose sight of is that five years in, right? We have a company. That is the clear and away number two. 
It is not TNA. It's not Ring of Honor. It's doing numbers way bigger than any of those companies ever did to compete with WWE. It's putting pressure. As much as WWE doesn't want to say they're paying attention to it, it doesn't want to say they're even like they don't they care about yeah, it. Yeah. They 100% are. We can tell by their signings, the people they're bringing over, the things they're doing are meant to. They I'm talking about even changing days. Like I, if they change days, there's a reason for that as well. They'll be changing days to <laughs> once again compete Raw. directly <laughs> with AEW. It's on the radar, and that competition is nothing but good for wrestling. Oh, I so, agree. So I, I think as I much as competition. Yeah, as much as people want to look down upon what AEW is doing on a thing, I think sometimes it's good to step back and remember that we gotta be thankful that they are doing what they can do at at, at the level they're okay, doing. Okay, let me ask and, you this and appreciate then. that. He just resigned. Uh assuming it's not a work, because I really don't know how it would be. Uh Britt Baker tweeted and she made a crazy point that she's been on T V zero times. I don't know what is going on with Britt Baker. And I, I, I agree with her. She's one saying, of the yeah. pillars. And yeah. I, 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 I have no idea why she's not. I was looking at her appearance, Some like line. the way she dresses, right? Like, it's like kind of when Cody Rhodes comes out and this fucking crazy like star. Fuck, bro, super star. 100%. Looks like a star. And 100%. now before, like, I really was like, nah, Britt's an AEW, you know, wrestler forever. She should just rock that. Nah. Like, if I was her management or, like, anybody that, like, was in her ear, it's like, hey, look. That's why we tweeted that, right? Because we want the rumblings. Like, the side over here said they're interested. What do you think? Go. See ya. No. Superstar no. Britt Baker. No. DMD. Oh, that would be a hurt. That would shoot the first woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. AEW. That would yeah. be so Ooh. awesome. Oh, kicking the nuts. That would be such a shot fired across the bow. Like, yeah. that would be. Yeah. I mean, they already got who who AEW originally wanted to be their, like, flagship guy. And then they go out and get literally the first woman that they yeah. signed. That would be. But I, I don't think that's true. I think I think she's just reminding people that she's around and reminding people she's unhappy. And I, I think they'll they'll fix that in the future here. I, I, I don't know the storyline for it. Or is she the devil and it's all uh play. Maybe she is getting Speaking of the devil, I think they need to figure that shit out too because like last night it, that the shit does not amuse me. The lights go out. The T V goes on. MJF is on the ground. Samoa runs. End. Okay. Super excited. Two things. Two things. I hate it. I'm over was it. That, was that, that he got hit with a beer bottle, right? Was that real glass? Jack Perry. Oh, Jack Perry. Or, said, what about that claim going through the window? Or <laughs> was it a beer bottle? Hangman Page. Like, so there's those in this and this and uh, you guys don't or, like a little or it's Wardlow and uh, he's doing no. it. Yeah. throw everybody he's off. Smart enough to at least try and get some teases like the Adam Page. Like he was mouthing off at Max and then Samoa pulled him away. And then obviously now it looks like it could have been. Dude, it's almost if it isn't a new signing, like I would love if it's Adam Cole, but they worked in Britt Baker. I don't think that's going to happen. If it's Jack Perry, they're fucking Done. It's funny, man, because that's that's my pick. My pick is Jack Perry, and it's not because I want it to be Jack Perry. I absolutely do not want it to be Jack Perry. I just think like, but you know what? I still I'm I'm actually positive on this. I'm positive it was Jack Perry. Now that doesn't mean that it's going to be Jack Perry. I feel like they've been like switching it because like every time the devil looks a little different. That's every well every single time any wrestling company's ever like, done Jack a mysterious uh, masked figure. God damn, we gotta do something. He's in the bathroom. Yo, go this on real quick. Like now, what if the devil, like all those people, look like they're switching, like the size of these minions and all that? They're all the devil. What if the devil's Tony Khan? 
I actually I I I've heard the rumor not. and I I don't necessarily hate it. No, no, no. Whereas no, no. it's Tony you just Khan. Can't. It's, yeah. No, it's Tony Khan. That's him marking out too much. Like I'm gonna write myself into this, and it's like, yo, Tony, go do some coke and chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yeah, Vince did it. Why can't Tony do it? And if Tony Khan did it, he could say like it's him to force MJF to sign a contract. Vince is a great character. Vince, Vince was always a great character. He was an iconic character. Without uh, Vince, there was no. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't Stone always. Cold. He wasn't always when he was young. When he was starting the company. But we're talking about you're talking about the the devil kind of like bad guy role. That was kind of like uh, you know, <coughs> prime prime Vince. Tony is no, no, so you don't, no you don't want Vince. you don't want Tony to pull off the mask and be like, it was me, MJF. It was me all no. along. <laughs> Listen, Vince gave Absolutely himself not. the belt. So. Yeah. He's going to be reading the cue cards clearly. You see the big bug eyes just shooting across. It was forth. me, MJF. <laughs> it was me <laughs> all along. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe not the best. I mean, look just to see that, Tony. I would maybe. Yeah, fuck you. Know what? I'm on board. <laughs> Tony's the devil. It's uh, like a car crash you can't look away from. Right. They have they have this thing they're talking about where it's it could be all of MJF's uh, like foes yeah. kind of like coming together in a big like he's he's such an like asshole Scott that he's Pilgrim, created seven evil exes. Yeah, he's created a super <laughs> yeah. group of people that hate him, which is kind of a fun idea. Also, like, how are you going to get the belt off him? How about everyone he's feuded against? team up to beat the fuck out of him that's not a terrible idea and it's it shows his strength they're literally like i i individually screwed you all over but it's my past caught up to me in a way of redemption he's trying to be a good guy well here you go now you have to face your past which is a big thing about redemption right you have to look back and face what you did in the past it only makes sense if adam cole just well adam cole would be could be one of the people too no, he, to he also screwed guy. adam cole over has to be all them I feel weirdos. like it has to be like an end balls. Like it has to be like somebody. Even if there is other Jack people involved, Perry. there still has to be that one like head of the table of the devil society. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, that's what, Will Osprey. Like who? Who? Not Will Osprey's too. Good I'm just to saying, be but who could it be? Like who's at that? Who's at MJF's shit. level? There's so few but people that. That's what I'm be... saying. Like, it doesn't I have to specifically be somebody at his level if they're going about it this way? I think the you key I mean? here, like, I think the point Somebody he, at his level, like, yo, like, fuck that. I'll fight you one-on-one. I'm the shit. You're the shit. Like, I don't need eight minions running around. I need to sneak attack you. Like, I'm that good that I can just fight you. Yeah. I think at the end we're so going to— Jack Perry does make sense. We're, <laughs> we're going to see that no matter, no matter who it is, it's going to be a disappointment. I think they've yeah. painted themselves into a corner at this sucks. point. But once again, I'm not even going to blame AEW for this. I blame AEW for starting this idea. Because this has never worked. WCW did it. WWF did it. Mm-hmm. WWE's yeah. done it. Every single time there's a masked man, they switch it multiple times. They never have any idea who it actually is in the end. They literally start storylines where, like, we're going to have a masked character, and then we'll figure it out. Like, that's happened, where they're just, like, changed on the on the fly. It's so crazy. And it's always bad. I, so I don't understand why they didn't learn from Or it was, like, Adam past. Cole originally, but then he got hurt. Jumping off the stage, twisted his ankle. They're like, oh, we got to pivot a little bit now. Like, You know, I think about, like, when they just said that Tony and AEW was $170 million to the good profits, right? I, I didn't hear that number, but. Yeah. So that's, you're that, you're that more was, of the money guy. Then, yeah, then, that was their, uh, their revenue, not net. That's supposedly what they made. And I start thinking about, like. Yeah, but how much goes out? Like, the homie Wallow was talking profit, about people though. getting them, no, no, their money. Oh. Like, uh, while I was in the shop talking about, like, getting sponsorships and stuff, and I'm like, I think what Tony is really good at is the negotiations with the TV, 
<clears throat> with the video game, with Wembley, with these sponsorships that keep just ultimately like keep this thing going. Yeah, because they push. And I think because of them being safe on this side, we're like, like if you want to joke about them going bankrupt, based on that report, doesn't look like it's possible. Mm-hmm. Based on Tony's pockets, doesn't look like it's possible. So that's why I'm frustrated. I hate when people spin their wheels. You made all this money. Throw as much of it as you have to to stir the pot. Who the devil should be is when you had enough money to make it Seth freaking Rollins. Do you know what I mean? Pay him an ungodly amount. Explain to the locker room, look, guys, we're paying him this much on the front end, which means we're going to make this much on the back end. That goes to all of you. We're not in it to play favorites. We're in it to fucking take down. Like, does any part of this from AEW feel like they're trying to take down WWE? No. That's the whole thing. I don't think they should be. I think what? I think I think, you're, I think it's too soon, bro. Too soon. Here's the thing: they're the, not competitors, bro. This shit talking in every sport, boxing, like uh, we said last week. I, you may not look at that, but then you like look at all the the things that Tony has said and done. It's personal. And, and, oh, right, my mother's right. like, deathbed. He, he said it's like, personal, but that doesn't uh, feel that way from the locker right, room. Doesn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. You know what they should do? And when they were like, "Yo, what do you think about the CM Punk?" Who the fuck cares? It's AEW till I fucking die. And those other three letters can suck my dick. All right, Moxley. Greatest quote ever. Puts the whole company over. Let's ride with that. Bro, there's no, like, heart here. And you know why? Because these people on this side of the locker room know damn fucking well if it doesn't work out having fun here, I'll go take the real job over there. Boo-hoo. Become a superstar fucking WWE. Take that chat. What's up, Roman? Speaking of uh, WWE, what about that uh, snitch Daniel Bryan? I love that he's. I, I did like that he was taking um, control <laughs> and like being uh, one of those guys backstage. You know what I mean, like helping get things in order with his his history and everything like that. But like certain things that he's doing, you know what I mean. He was a part of the the, the CM Punk's fucking. Um, he's part of a committee, disciplinary committee, mm-hmm. and now he's like uh, he's responsible to like monitor the AEW talents like. Like Some people media, already got fined, and maybe Soraya. Fine and stuff like that. Okay, another like, example though. Uh, before we, that is bullshit. That it ever gets out. Should that guy have been part of a decision to like fire like one of the most money making guys? Who has more experience in this whole fucking business than Daniel Bryan? If you can't yeah. trust him, well, who would you be? That's trusting? what I'm saying. He yeah. seems like a guy that isn't going to think with his fucking heart on this, whether he thinks anything about fucking Phil or not. He's been in this business long enough to know exactly what happened. And what, what, hey, is it going to get worse? Is it going to get better? Is this really the end of the road? Should we part ways? But it's just like, why does it get out? Also, the only way CM Punk was not going to get fired is if Tony said, I don't want to fire him. But he feared for his life. He but feared just, for his but life. I'm just saying, like, the second, the second you hand it off to someone and be like, hey, look at all the facts. Once you look at it, you have to fire the guy. Yeah. Right? But the no. only way you can not be fired, fire if the, the boss is like, no, 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 I'll handle this. He's my guy, yeah. and I'm gonna just suspend. So Dan Bryan just taking a brunt of to- like yes. that's what the I face think. of it, and like yeah, you know I mean? unfairly. You know why? Because he can't. I'm so like that. True. You know what I mean? I respected that. It, I'll, I'll take the hit. But I, that's what it is. You know what I mean? That's like, what it was. I'll take this for the team. I think it might have even been his idea. You might have been like, yeah. hey, you know what, Tony? There's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on you with AEW going on right now. Why don't we put it out that I fired him? Why don't we put the shit on me? Because in six months I'm gonna put on a classic, and everyone's gonna not Forget care about anymore. It. Yeah, Yeah. Like I will win them back, I'll, or, or I'll do my last year, and I don't care anyway. Or <laughs> I'll become a heel and I'll lean into it and be like, "Yeah, I have an eye patch, and I'll find you." Arr. You know what I mean? Like, that's I got my eye on you. 
This this dude's been putting on great work nonstop through in throughout. Like, why was he not continue to do that? Like, I don't think he's a snitch. I think he's a scapegoat, and I think it's all a work because it's wrestling, and wrestling <coughs> is always all a work. Takashi six nine of AEW. No. <laughs> no one's beating up. No one's beating him up in the gym. <laughs> Daniel Bryan can hold his own. What is on this pop culture reference? <laughs> I got I got one. That's like the only thing I knew about the guy. Good thing we brought up Takashi six nine. Listen, I, there's a lot of people that are disgruntled right now. But it's it does not just, just AEW. True. Well, we got Drew McIntyre out there, kind of like seeming like he's a little upset, and you know his contract's coming up. So, do you think the Britt Baker the tweet that we talked about a few minutes ago? You know what I mean? Like, she thinks she's getting fined. No, I think she got a warning. I think I think they let her know you will get fined next time. I think she gets a little bit of leeway. Siraya, they're just like you get fined. They're like you're not you're not you're not the the pillar in the women's. Uh, division here you're not Britt baker basically um i do hope they do something with Britt baker though because like she is a, a women's wrestler that, that is really fun to watch tells a great story in ring and out good on the mic and you know she's also a friend of the store so that's exactly yeah. that's right yeah friend, friend of the, the store show. we got a big up friend of the show Britt baker but no what you mentioned with drew that's a work we know it and it's great and him going fucking full on heel. Well, yes this is no. a Drew I can get behind. No, no, I, I understand. They're, yeah. they're giving him a way to con- get out. The contract being up is if is you don't real. sign, this is your exit, and yeah. we all know it. But I actually yeah. think this is how we get Drew over. And 100%. I think hundred percent, dude. This is good. This is good wrestling. That's why I like WWE. The second they hear like, oh, what would be better? We we experiment. We go, and now they're all in. I think on an angry Drew, and I believe it. He's a monster. He's huge. Well, he's a, he's he's one of the scariest dudes like in real life. For real. Like he's got like legit like Hogan size and those like those people that were larger than life back in the day like it was six hot seven scene with under that kilt. Oh yeah, he was just <laughs> why is he just wearing draws under there? It's like I know they were like oh they're athletic shorts like those are those are boxer briefs man. You could tell by the way the camera kept being like oh, nope nope <laughs> they were like uh, too sexy no, 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 too sexy. <laughs> yeah, does he he doesn't wrestle in the kilt right? Not usually. Yeah, no. he comes down and takes. Comes off. in the kill, yeah. takes off. He has wrestling trunks. Oh yeah, yeah. he has okay, trunks. He did not he have had, like, trunks on. Briefs on. Yeah. God, you have a bad day. You forget your underwear. Ooh, that well, is and not then, good. Then, what's worse than you know having to be in your underwear is the busting your own head open on a headbutt. Uh, yeah, that right. was on interesting. The, the hard way. Fuck, those belts are real good. Yeah, <laughs> that tells you right there. That's, that's high uh, quality. But you know, we've met we've met some of the belt makers, and we know the quality that they do over there over at Wildcat Belts. Uh, wow. Some good people over there. Doing yeah, shout out to Wildcat work. Belts. Andrew, Andrew from Wildcat We're Belts. getting some special belts made. Learned a lot about what you can and can't do, though, also. Yeah, I know. It's true. Complete unique designs or you can't do it. Yeah. He's like, can you just make us the a The tattoo I got, I always was like, I'm just going to pay the best guy to replicate my suplex tattoo. We have to go somewhere else. Well, you can do that. But it had to be somewhere else, yeah. Not, yeah. not someone who's actively working for WWE. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I know we jumped off AEW, but I just wanted to mention a real quick, what'd you guys think of the Christian Cage and Adam Copeland match? Oh yeah, we forgot Christian and... I know, I didn't want to move I have a strong it. opinion real quick. Uh, I just think that's one of them things they should save for pay-per-views, and it's so obvious. To me, it's 101 wrestling. No one needs a fucking build-up for this. We know what type of heat is there. It's super easy to sell week to week. Like, I thought when, uh... Christian ran away the first time. It was great because it's like, no, not yet. 
You're going to have to wait for that moment. You're going to have to pay for that moment and to have a full-blown, like, awesome match. Again, I'm not taking away from what it was. These two old guys fucking killed it. They're fucking legends. They just deserve a better storyline for a better moment. It's like it's, it's say, already this, forgettable. This, is, this just shows you that even when they do attempt to do storylines, like, it just doesn't connect the same. You like know Nick what I mean? Wayne's who gives yeah, a yeah. shit? Well, I mean, Adam <laughs> Copeland hit him with a I don't know who that bitch was so, yeah. when she came out. I, so his I mom was like, disagree Yo, that's my more. Son. I thought it was a, a decent build up to the pay per view. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I'm with heck on that. I, I think ha- giving him the match for free, but a non finish. There is no winner in this match. It was a disqualification. Definitely some WWE. Oh, no fin- that, that was stuff, a fucking you know I mean? twenty minute like, banger. Yeah, but I'm saying, but it's 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 a non finish. We had to, we don't have a conclusion. The conclusion will be on a pay per view. This is a build up. This is this is wrestling one oh one. You have two Adam or three Copeland matches. Getting his revenge and yeah, you have yeah. two or three My, matches. I, I disagree. I think the wrestling one oh one is like they never gave you what they wanted in WWE, dude. They fucking made you work for it over and over. The bloodline was drawn out perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, the best TV shows make you tune in next week. Like, Sopranos never gave you that last scene. You're like, motherfucker, just kill that guy now. Even at the very end. Literally, Ben Sopranos still fucking... One of the best finishes of any show ever. Totally agree. Yeah, totally. totally. It was just an amazing finish. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about... Look, I'm just saying, when you're not getting the ratings anyway, this is what I equate AEW. Tell me if it makes sense. AEW's like the gambler who's just trying to get to front street even though he's down but like once you're at front street you're still behind because you're a fucking bad gambler so you're like oh man oh if i just get by on wednesday if the ratings just go up bro long game let's let's actually plan for wembley i'm not saying phone it in from now till then i'm saying all right let's get our shit together it's a lot of short term a lot of short term i just want moments that's what we remember when guys come to the shop Literally, Roman helped that guy outside last yesterday. He's literally out of nowhere goes, how about that Montreal screw drama? Like, oh, just out of nowhere. Or like, who else? The one guy's just like, you remember the attitude error? What he's yeah. like, I do. I do remember that. I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of it, yeah. Uh, so, besides an entire era, we remember. I'd be like, no, what was that? <laughs> attitude error, huh? The, the moments. Well, that sounds intense. The <laughs> moments that you get. You know, you have raw moments in the past, like on something huge happened on Monday, a huge return. But I just feel like the business side of it, again, where Tony sucks, is that I would use those uh, midweek shows as more promo. When I rewatched SmackDown, I was like, yo, I want to know how much time was wrestling. It was like 12 minutes. Yeah. Of a two-hour show. They wrestled for 12 minutes. But guess what? No one fucking complains because the talking is great. No, listen, you want to go somewhere else to watch wrestling? That's why they're doing it. I get that. All I'm saying is, it's like, this isn't like, oh, save Swerve and Hangman for a pay-per-view. Because all that lead up to it was amazing, and they had match of the year. I'm going to vote for that, right? But Christian and, and Adam Copeland, you know what I mean? Like, they're Mount Rushmore as far as, like, not exactly, like, top four all time. I'm just saying, they're like, yeah, th- these great, guys are legends. So why can't you use that type of aura and like you know prestige on this end 
and just work it better. I, I, I don't know. I got nothing negative I was about to say. say about yeah, that match. I, 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 I think got, they're building a great. I think it's got they got. They gave side you that first that first actual meeting, but like you, you didn't get a solid answer. So it's like you got to see where it goes from here. You got to tune fact in that next it was time. Like Nick Wayne's mom could have been the no finish could have been something better or more interesting. See, there, there, that's my I do. Only. I I am loving Christian's cage patriarchy. Uh, Storyline. So now he's got he's got the whole Wayne family. Calling Wayne's him like, daddy. I'll sign, but you got to give my mom a job too. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got the whole Wayne family calling him daddy now, like which is great. It's it's he's got both. He's sucking everyone in. He is a, a master manipulator, and I think he can even turn he can steal a son from a mother, and then turn the mother to be on his side. That's fucking great. That shows you how evil this dude is, and getting everyone. Yo, I got everyone and their mother going against you now. Right, like that's right. it's it's a it's a. I, I, think, me, I just think me. Christian Cage needs <laughs> some props on what he's doing right now. He's having one of the best. Oh, no, he's great. On one it. of the best singles storyline runs of his entire yeah, yeah, career, yeah. which is a legendary career, and I think that's saying a lot. Um, I mean, I think AEW and WWE needs to learn from each other. I think AEW can use a little more storyline. And WWE can use a little more wrestling. I agree, but there's a little balance there. That's why I just watch. But they're both, smart. They're going to do that by giving head. you people like uh, uh, what's his name, Dragon Lee, and shit like that. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make guys like that do the wrestling because they're not going to do the talking. Yeah, he's not doing a whole lot of talking. He's got a <laughs> mouth hole. It's like Spider Man. Uh, what's next? We have a couple, <clears throat> just little rapid fire things. Couple little news items throughout the week. Uh, number one. Uh, Brock Lesnar's daughter is the new shot put record holder. And yeah. Genetics, man. Genetics. Let's take a look here. Colorado State College Colorado record. Colorado State College record. I don't know how. He could not deny that child. <laughs> yeah. That is, <laughs> that uh, is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Now, have we ever seen her and Brock in the same place at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. Yeah. I have not. I just want to, because like, if Brock's just like trying to get that, like, that rush of uh, college fame again and he's just like what if i just put on a wig and be like my can't go wrestle because they know it's me but you know i can do some shot put I'm like damn that girl has a pretty cool chest tattoo <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now i wonder if she's gonna be interested in wrestling because she could just come out as her dad and fuck shit right? up <laughs> man i i don't yeah. know i mean they're 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 apparently um I believe, I don't know if they're twins or very close in age, but her brother, Luke, yeah, uh, is interested in wrestling. Uh-oh. And that was a thing that he's, Luckily, he's he working like his towards. Mom. That's his son? Yeah, yeah that's, that's his son. That's, that's, uh, Holy that's, that's shit. Luke Lesnar, uh, who is... It's not Duke, I mean, it's Luke. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not Turk or Duke, because not their other sons. It's, it's, yeah. it's Luke, who's uh, a kind, of a, kind of a dream boat. You know what yeah, I mean? He looks that. a lot like his mom. He's ripped. Yeah. He's he is. A, he's jacked. Kind of reminds you of like a let his hair go kind of like a hook kind of like vibe. Yeah, yeah, but like a hook had muscles. Yeah, yeah. Not like yeah. It's like muscle muscles. Yeah. Listen, I I uh, I would love to see another uh, a second generation Lesnar with how dominant sick. he was. I know you don't like nepotism, but about, I do love. Oh, I, it's that's it's a, a fucking yeah, that's, high, like, that's, a, that's a high bar though. Like yes. you know what I mean? Like how do you like come in and like, how do you live up to Brock Lesnar? I mean, bro- Look, like the legacy he leaves, you know what I mean. The like, Rock's daughter, same thing, right? Like, and she yeah, won't. and it, my point, you're, you're <laughs> proving won't. my point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, proves his point. Uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> there, there are a few. Okay. <laughs> you're right. There are a few multi generational wrestlers that come in Bron. and really like step up. Like the Braun's going to be a superstar. Well, to my me, the God. the biggest one for me is is Randy Orton. I mean, Cowboy Bob Orton yeah. was like a huge, huge deal, 
and he was an amazing yeah. wrestler. And Randy Orton made people like be like, "Who?" who? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. old guy's his dad. That's neat. What does he do? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, like, yeah. Yeah, Randy Orton is yeah. I mean, Cody is is doing his dad justice. I don't know Definitely. if he's. Finish the story, yet. boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dominic Tom's getting it started. Dom's, yeah. Dom, if you ask every single wrestler who's like going to have the best career, they almost all say Dominic. Like, mm. It's amazing how much support that guy's getting from the locker room. Yeah. He must be doing something right all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Breaker, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Rick Steiner's kid, Scott Steiner's nephew. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's going to have the run like his uncle did, but I think he could surpass his father. You know, for sure. Yeah, I Rick. think I'll start past both of them. Not the big booty daddy, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if he's a genetic <sighs> freak. Like, you know, like, genetic freak. I already, I already think come Rumble, he shows up. I think he oh. might have a relationship with Heyman. That and I think there's going to be a day where he's basically like, whoever the fuck is back there that has the balls to fuck with me, come on out and then cue Brock Lesnar's music. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then that's, that's our re- awesome. That's our WrestleMania card where it's like, wait, how did that yeah. just happen? Because oh, I'm Ron for it. Brock? You're really getting me Fuck, going. I really like that one. Yeah. I, didn't, I never thought about and that. And again, together. forget a like storyline. It's, yo, I ride with Heyman. Who's going to beat me? Put I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you before I fucking retire. You want to make Braun look strong? You have him be stronger than Brock? That would be oh some my God, shit yeah. right there. And that's Brock, Brock giving back to the businessman. That's what to, they did for is, you. He's down right. to play play ball right now. He's, he's here for the... He's here to work the business now, and yeah. I appreciate that. Well, well, we'll see. He comes out with his daughter, Bronze Foot. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see if he's got freaks nine days out of the week. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got a question that was flying around on Instagram and Twitter this week. Um, our Instagram, our yeah. Instagram, yeah, flying everywhere. Well, yeah. I, you know. We posted right. this. Okay, yeah, well, you know, uh, who would you rather see come back at the Rumble, uh, AJ Lee or Sasha Banks? <coughs> Well, I don't know if she'd come back as Sasha or if she did come back. Most I would be really well, interesting. No, I think if she came back to WWE, it'd be Sasha Banks. I think, think? they own it and the, all the licensing and all that stuff. But that's and just that, the, everything they built up, you know, yeah. the blue, you know what I mean, the balls. But that may mean yeah, that she won't because of that. I think she might. She goes to AEW. Bailey's been teasing her more than once now. I really think these really? wrestlers. They don't do it for nothing. That's all I want to tell people. Listen, when it comes to Bailey, I don't trust the tease because they are legit best friends they're shoot best friends like it's they the timing of it so, so i don't think it's a tease i think it's almost like like her putting it out there and hoping mercedes hears it and then like it's the it's the one thing that like reminds her like oh maybe it is a good idea what was the quoted survivor series like i always have a plan or something like that I'm just, I'm just saying, like, i i truly think that bailey we're watching her potentially be on the outs within her own faction yeah. And I think that'd be so amazing for this, Sasha to come line, save her. The storyline would be amazing because obviously it's Sa- happening. Dude, Sasha comes. Can we back. put that on the? Hey, put it up there. Do we have it yet? What uh, you want, Sasha? That's my. Back? I, that's my hot take. Sasha. No, I think right. Maybe Rumble, whatever. But like uh, when when Bailey is when they finally jump her out, I think Sasha Banks, aka Mercedes Monet, is going to be there to save her. Well, if so, then so will Becky and Charlotte. Because they'll finally run the storyline of the four, four horsewomen. Horse the... Yes, four oh, horsewomen. My left nipple just got hard. Not all of them, just that one. Yeah, Bro, I mean, you guys are saying a lot of stuff that's getting your nipples really low. Up right now. Huh? <laughs> that was a really no nipple. Yeah. Oh, okay. Listen, yeah, what you it's, over uh, here, it looked like you were like. <laughs> I got tits. Like, First, you guys talking Braun Breaker and, uh, and Brock Lesnar. Now you're talking four horsewomen. Done. But no, I. I as much as I'd love to see that, I don't think it's happening. But I do think there is a 
legitimate chance that AJ Lee comes back uh, for the Rumble. To wrestle or just a Rumble moment? I don't care. I think she can come back in the Rumble. I mean, Michelle McCool can come back in the Rumble, then so can AJ Lee. That's true. She can come back and maybe maybe this is something, a way just to have her on screen. She's a manager and she's a personality. But if we can get AJ Lee back in our life, then it was all worth it. You know what I mean? It's, uh, wow! Punk I, was worth it. I, I, I try not. I'm just. I'm Woody, trying really hard not to. Woody, look at that camera and say it wouldn't be worth it if AJ Lee comes back. I'm just trying hard not to say his name, but you know, you know what I'm saying. You know who I'm talking about. And if AJ Lee comes back, then all the bullshit will let punk. It slide a little more. Quote that. That is a clip. Clip it up, buttercup. Like Mussolini. All right. Um. Next up. <laughs> what the hell was that? It's a cult of personality. Yeah, it's a cult of it's, personality, it's, dude. His, it's his favorite part. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's his, the best part. He's a big Mussolini fan. No, I saw a great clip Mussolini last night Mark. of all yeah. the AW wrestlers in the car, and they were all singing cult of personality, and then Britt Baker turns and goes, what's Mussolini? And CM Punk's like, are you kidding me? He's like, this is what's wrong with this country. This is why this country's in the toilet. Uh, anyway, I thought that was really funny. Um, mm. Next up, the Jey Uso yeet, yeet controversy. Yeet yeet, 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 yeet. And now we have to say yeet, register trademark every time. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, do you just want to? Do you want to uh, censor all those? Yeah, I think I think They're we'll right. have to. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll keep this simple. Uh, WWE dropped the ball here. It is. It yeah. is because there was I, a wrestler the that had it. Insane. It is some of my Insane. favorite things. Whenever a huge billion dollar, multi billion dollar company who has, you know, they have a hundred lawyers on retainer at all time. They can do whatever they want. When there is like. Oopsie Daisy, we forgot a trademark. Yeah. They lost they lost their rated R superstar. Yep. You know what I mean? They lost they don't they don't own his music. They they lost they forgot that Yeet was owned by Casey Huffman, an independent wrestler. He definitely looked that up. Who they literally they literally could have like uh gone out there uh, like hey, we're gonna have uh Jay said Yeet at a press conference. So the next day we looked it up. Oh, we saw it talking about him. Casey Huffman, hey, we want to buy this from you. Here's $10,000. He'd be like, oh, my God, thank you. That's more money than I've seen all year. Yeah, before right. it's huge, and now and he now thinks he has leverage. Try to use it as leverage. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. now he's not selling that shit. Well, he's going to leverage it into him main eventing WrestleMania, yeah. right? <laughs> Casey Huffman, he's like, I'll give <laughs> you heat. How much wasted money? How I'll many give, shirts you know they what? had like, printed up? And you know what? I'll right? wrestle exactly. I'll wrestle Print Jay up, Uso. Just... I'll wrestle Jay Uso for, for heat. <laughs> At WrestleMania, Yeet regime. That's incredible. I a would, Yeet on a pole match. That. A yeah. Yeet on a pole. <laughs> yeah, they awesome. go up and they pull down the word Yeet. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a contract with the Yeet on yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's all the contract says. It's a piece of paper that just says Yeet, That's and you awesome. got to sign it. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, um, I just it's it's a it's a pleasure when you see huge companies just completely mess up like that. They, they uh, can I love mess it up so too. Much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeet. Well, that's like, I may you... have forgot to pick up my kid from school, but they forgot to trademark uh, <laughs> Yeet. Billion dollar well, corporation. Is this uh, a good uh, time to talk about our last segment here? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I guess if we're going to talk about uh, WWE, we it is getting near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in, we're in December now. Uh, Christmas is coming up. New Year's uh, time Hanukkah. to start looking back. Hanukkah's t- today. Uh, today, tonight. First Happy night Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Shalom. Yes, uh, uh, this is this, you know friends. what? Today, like the first candle because tonight? of this, because it's the first night of Hanukkah. This will be the one show, guys. We will say nothing bad about Goldberg. All right, and more good about MJF. MJF, we're pro MJF. We're not going to be anti Goldberg. That's no. this is a big deal. Yeah. Goldberg, 
You have your pass today. I'll see yeah. you tomorrow. Happy Goldberg, Goldberg, happy Hanukkah. All right, from us to you and yours. That's that's that's. I mean that from the heart, Bill, William. Uh, but hey, keep a straight face, darling. <laughs> but it's hard but to keep. A straight it is. Face. It is the end of the year, Goldberg. so it's it's a good time to look back. Reflect. You know, we can reflect on 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 the year that was and and who we're talking about the MVP of WWE. And uh, I think it only makes sense based off the last conversation that we, we, we go to Heck and see who his MVP was this year. Uh, I'm going with Jay Uso. Yeet! Yeet! Yeet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeet! <laughs> I mean, redacted. going from everything from the bloodline, it's being known enough. as like a, a tag team guy with his brother and like all the accolades they had and being able to separate himself from them. And then you know, even when he comes out now, you just see the crowd. You know what I mean? How people get behind him. Yeet was used in everything. You know what I mean? Like it's one of the best. To press the point conference. where like slightly annoying. Like was that really a yeet? Like in that sentence. You know what yeah. I mean? That it makes sense, but like whatever, get it in there. But like everything he's done in the matches, like he really is like putting himself in like uh, that main event picture. Um, yeah, going Jay Uso. I mean, I think it's a strong take. I think the bloodline was the most one of the most important things that happened in wrestling this year and i think he might be considered the most important this part year, of the bloodline the last few years you know well I mean? yeah I'm, being I'm, able to but to, we're, to shift himself away but we're talking about 2023 what you didn't what you did in 2022 does not matter uh, we <laughs> strict cut off at january 1st yeah. okay mm-hmm. but in this year they were very important they were relevant the entire year and he might have been one of the strongest characters from his in-ring work from the fact that he shows up every week <clears throat> roman um, <laughs> I think more than the bloodline. I think that the second they took him out of it was the giant gamble that they it, didn't can, have he, to do. Float on his own. Yeah, 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 because if it didn't get over, and, you kind of wasted a decade of like really hard work. And you can see. And boy, did it work. You can see what happens with Jimmy, where it's not going as well. So you can see that that, that really shows how Jake is really doing in comparison to. I mean, does his twin brother not have all the same tools? Preach. And even during the well, what do you mean line, it's not going well? Because as far as going, the storyline, I think they're setting up perfect for well. good versus evil here. It's not going as well. That's all. It's not going as well. What, what do you mean by like Jay, f- Jay is getting over as a solo star? Yeah, Jay is in in uh, war games. Jay is yeah, but that was all to, premeditated. What are you exactly, saying about Jimmy? I'm just saying Jimmy is not a solo not star. being highlighted yeah. the same way He's yeah exactly not in that same picture yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's but i mean it's all premeditated i'm saying it's like wwf creative go wwe creative goes yes uh, no. i mean there was I mean, that the... part in the storyline where like he like helped break up but then it was like what do we do with jimmy oh we're gonna put him back with the bloodline like the whole that no, whole kind of like moment perfect in time. that He's... made no sense what I digress i think it's because the, the crowd didn't react to jimmy the way they thought they were going to so they kind of had to like pair him put him back in the bloodline and and they ha- uh, change things up a little bit and to make to make sure Jimmy is not irrelevant because he's not. He was always he's not, but he's not him. he's not getting the support and the backing as a heel that Jay is getting as a face. And it's harder to get a face over than a heel. It's easy to get a heel over. So that's that's I, I just think I mean I'm not taking away from Jimmy. I'm building up Jay. I think that's the, what I'm trying to say here. And even during the bloodline segments. When Sammy and everything, Jay was the one that you were watching. Mm-hmm. Like his his facial expressions, his he he told the story in the ring with just his face. You know the anguish, the anger, uh, you know the sadness. Uh, pie face so many times. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. I I think that's a very solid choice and a little out there. You know what I mean? Do you want to go next? Or you want me to go next? You can go next. All right. You guys don't know mine. We don't. It's a mystery. 
my MVP of 2023 is none other than Mommy, Rhea Ripley. Mommy's on top. I think I think Rhea Ripley has been um, outstanding this year from the way she kind of helped. I mean, she started the year with Judgment Day and the turn on Edge and was there to help, you know, with, uh, with the Beth Phoenix and everything, to being the first entrance at the Royal Rumble and lasting an hour and ten minutes into the Rumble. Longest any woman's ever lasted, being one of only... Well, I think three or four now, uh, three or four wrestlers to ever go from one all the way to the to, end. To, to, to win, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that's what is it? It's, uh, it's Benoit in 2004, Shawn Michaels, and Edge. Yeah. And her. I mean, that's there were number one entrances oh, that won. Oh, no, Mysterio was two. He was, yeah, he was, yeah. He had one of the longest in ring. Um, so, I mean, for that, to winning a WrestleMania match against Charlotte Flair. You put the feather in that cap. That's that happened this year. We gotta remember that. That's when that was one of the better matches at WrestleMania as well. And then although she's not defending the title every week and and a lot of her defenses are squash matches, she's finding a way to elevate the title in a different way. Not so much in ring, but in storyline wise. She is so dominant that it doesn't even make sense for a person to step to her because every time someone does, she squashes them. And then also, it, she's kind of been the leader of the Judgment Day. I know Damian Priest is say, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. and that's what they're saying right now. But before that, things backstage and like you know moving the pieces on the chessboard for them. And then everyone wants to give Dominic Mysterio his props, and and he deserves these. He's gotten over as a heel in a way you know no one thought possible. None of that happens without mommy. mommy. Say so. <laughs> yeah, he's turned to her every step of the way, and he has she has propped him up in a way that made him relevant. Everyone around her is better off because she's there. Not to mention how dominant she's been in ring, getting better on the mic every single week, and just looking better than any damn person I've ever seen in my entire life. Holy shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> That Survivor Series gimmick was hot. Was it the, the, the Luna? Sean, yeah. Uh... The, 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 homage, the homage to Luna on that one was the last one was an homage to China. Like, she, she knows the spots to hit. She knows who her audience is. She's one of the biggest All TikTok those, like, stars ever. Things, you know what I mean? Like even to like the way she pins somebody. Like she, like the, she knows what she's doing. It's all she knows calculated. What she's doing. And, yeah. yeah, there's just and 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 the fact that she brought back that feeling of China, where you had like, ooh, I want to see her in a match against a dude. Like I could see her winning the IC belt one day, not against Gunther. When after Gunther loses it to someone else. Then yeah. she has a chance. Like I love her. She, she has that ability that I hadn't even thought that in such a long time. But she's so dominant that I started to have that feeling that again. China that China kind of like yeah, yeah. and she, just the men's Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she totally could be in the men's Royal Rumble, and and it'd be it'd be believable. You know what I mean? Um, and for that, she's absolutely been my my MVP this year. Well, as much as I respect both of your decisions for MVP. They're wrong. Yeah, I noticed you had, you had nothing positive to say about either of ours. They're wrong. Because, mm-hmm. one, uh, I think Rhea Ripley is one of the faces of wrestling. Um, but I think if there was an MVP within their own faction, it would have been Dom. Uh, Shawn Michaels kind of came out and gave him a bunch of credit, literally called him his MVP choice. I think that what I look for is moments, and I don't think Rhea is challenged yet. 
She is the cream of the crop, dude. She's just waiting for someone to be worthy. So I can't really say that she was my MVP out of even her own faction. I would have picked Dom. Your choice. No, that's wrong, but that's your opinion. Nope. Fine. You're wrong. <laughs> out of your choice, uh, you also missed the ball because my MVP of 2023 is Sami Zayn. Okay? And here's why. You talk about moments. And you talked about, you literally told him that Jay was like the MVP of the bloodline. What the fuck are we talking about? Sami Zayn made people tune in in a way that we haven't ever seen. And that's all we could talk about was how hot it was. You know what I mean? And the not very oozy of you is the greatest line ever. Like, at least give that its fucking flowers 100%. from its owners, right? But besides being the drama, he was a comedic relief. I watched these wrestlers break character because Sammy's just there making it fucking fun. But when it was time to be serious and have his moments and, you know, that decision of, like, who am I going to pick, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, boom, you turn your back on Kevin Owens, you know, only to then get kicked out of the bloodline in your own right to then come back against Roman after finally standing up for yourself to have that moment at Elimination Chamber in his hometown where, like, we knew he wasn't supposed to win, but, like, fuck, did we were, like, the whole world wanted Sami Zayn to break this streak. And this guy was a masked El Generico. He was a mid-card guy. But then it's like, wait, that, that match with Johnny Knoxville was really fun and, and, and awesome. This guy's a company man. Let's see what he can do with this. He literally took it, ran with it to its peak where we said it's one of the greatest things to ever happen. They said that. The Bloodline is one of the greatest storylines in the history of wrestling. I think Sammy really brought it all together and the suspense going then into a WrestleMania moment where he teams up with the guy turned his back on, his long-life Canadian brother, old tag team buddy, and then for them to actually win the belts against the Usos and like take down the Bloodline their own way was a moment, and that's kind of where I'm at with my MVP from then till now, he's figured out a way to still try and stay relevant. Him running away with the money in the bank, fucking John in fucking Saudi Arabia was amazing. The fact that, like, who he is and his, you know, um, interests in the world, you know what I mean? And, like, how important it was for him to show up to certain venues. I think that this guy, when it's all said and done, will be forgotten about more than he'll be remembered for this year. And that's why I want to go down and make sure I give him his flowers as the MVP of 2023. To your point, yeah, I mean, you said, like, it's the moments. And your your concern is he's getting forgotten about this year. So how do you put, like... No, 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 no. I didn't say he's getting forgotten about. He's trying to make him not... Right, that's what I'm saying. Because he feels like he may be forgotten about in his moments this year. That's why he's... He's the voice of the voiceless right now. No, no. (laughs) I'm not saying right now it's interesting because I think he's the the wild card that can still show up. And like, good thing he's out right now because he's out. I, I, uh, Sammy is. I think written off. Yeah, yeah. I think that, one of that the stuff with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he, Drew McIntyre injured him. We'll see. It happened at the end of the year. Last time that he was been a bust. Last <laughs> time he was injured though, he came back like a week later. So when he had that elbow thing. Yeah, no, but like, but I will say the issue I had with Sammy is that his greatness this year is a little front loaded. What do you mean? Know what I mean, his his mania moment was kind of the tail end of it. Like his he, yo his January through April. Woo, he started off hot. Look, I don't and he, doubt. And you would have had you would have had a, a legitimate chance to be like, this is the most important guy in wrestling, because that is that's that that January the the trial, uh, you know the the WrestleMania or uh, 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 Raw thirty. This is all this is all really building. But from Mania to now, I would say he, his year's been a little on the weak side. 
where's where's Rhea's moments, where's Jimmy's moments and comparing to Sammy? Because I can say that Damian Priest and Bad Bunny was more of a moment than Rhea had all year. And I can say that Dominic's rise from his dad's match till now has been more so filled again, with more moments. Dominic doesn't matter without Rhea. So that's why I can kind of understand your yeah, moment like there or your like, thing there. Like anything Dominic does just shines on Rhea more. I just don't like the Rhea take because like she's so dominant. Like it's one of them things where it's like for years Kobe was the best player in the league and he didn't get MVP, dude, because it's like too easy of a fucking choice. And that was bad, right? Huh? And that was bad. I didn't like it. So so now But that's what so I mean. It's like it it's, but it's like kind of like Kobe of the women's generation. Without she didn't, their, without she didn't, yeah. I'm just waiting for like that that dance partner. Do you know what I mean? I, really I agree. Like, I yeah, listen. I, that's and that's I, my only. I think I don't disagree with it, but I'm just waiting for that. So like, like and wait, Jimmy, I, I think Jimmy for that. Jimmy is coming into his own, and like this is what they they hope for. I just think that like the the whole year, like we're talking about right now, but that was kind of like just happened to my, in my opinion. Like he didn't have like he lost WrestleMania. I don't remember what the fuck they did in Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? Like, since then, like, they just split up. And, yeah, is he, like, controlling the crowd in a way? Cool. Is he be- is he more an MVP than Cody Rhodes? No. Cody Rhodes fucking showed up, won the fucking Rumble, became the company man, fought 100 fucking matches this year or 100 victories, whatever the fuck it is. I just think that, like, he is more of an MVP when it comes to what you look at. Like, yo, we signed him, we shined him, and now we're prepping him to be the fucking face of this thing, hopefully for WrestleMania 40. Maybe he lost Mania. Huh? You know, can't be an MVP and lose mania, dude. I kind of I, I agree. That's I think that. But he got over. <laughs> the shot but like, yo, him. like to me, like that Brock Lesnar beef, and then him finally like beating Brock clean. That SummerSlam it's, was awesome. It, it's yeah. just to me like that's like another moment where like if I want to think of MVPs, I'm almost looking at like a writer for like another sport. You know what I mean? Like I want to see the guys who like like really like made the sport. Where, like, you're right about Rhea's influence with and Dom. I'll, and I'll tell you her two moments. Her two moments is winning Charlotte. The no, winning the Rumble. Oh. Becoming the first the first entrance, lasting an hour and ten minutes of okay. winning the Rumble. That's an amazing moment. Okay. And that, we, and I, we, we forget about it because it was almost a year ago. But that was that was a huge thing. And then beating Charlotte, winning the championship, becoming the youngest ever Grand Slam champion. Not youngest women's Grand Slam champion. Youngest ever. Like, Randy Orton's had all his accolades. We talk about how Miz is underrated for his Grand Slam stuff. What about the youngest ever Grand Slam? That, if that's not, like, that's that's a feather in a cap that literally no one else can talk about. There's I, We may not see this again for a decade or two. Yeah, no, you know I, I... mean, so, like, that's... I, and, I, if we, and if we she may not ever get her flowers in the future because we don't know what it holds. Injuries happen, storylines change. So right now, when we have these things happen, and I think it's it's important that we need to show the love to the people that did these accolades that are never going to be topped again. But also, Jey Uso's cool, so, you know. I mean... <laughs> we're, we're arguing about that, this, that, and, he, and he's like, I just like Jay. fuck that, it. That, that yeah. moment of, of, of like, the buildup of him turning on Roman, like, you know what I mean? That tear to the back, you know what I mean? That just More than Sammy. Just, but if there wasn't no bloodline, which was going on previous to this year, no bloodline, what... what, what okay, what then Sammy Umaga was an important part of this. You know what I mean? They had to fucking have these kids. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Like, Sammy and Jay were like the dance partners, and they kind of had like the back and forth, and one's not there without the other. And that's my issue with Sammy is Sammy's never done anything on his own. Sammy's only ever worked off of other people. 
He was only important in the bloodline because of his his animosity with Jay and eventually with Roman. He was only a tag team partner because of his friendship with Kevin Owens. Like that's every time he kind of smart has, person's argument. You can argue it both ways there. Every time he has a moment, it's because like Kobe always had Shaq. Like okay, they're they're great. My point is that the bloodline was the hottest storyline of the year and arguably the hottest storyline of wrestling since whatever the fuck fell in the blank was. Was but it, that's that's not the point. It's, it's yeah. was because it's past tense. It's not I know, tomorrow. I'm, I'm just saying it, it died off. It died off pretty of, heavy. Of, of As course, where it Judgment did. Day started going in January and stayed strong and got stronger. Well, it's also like Rhea doesn't show up once every fucking three months. Like this Roman Reigns guy. Like yeah. there's a, there's reasons like. You know, Solo doesn't fucking talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There, there's reasons why the bloodline is stale. Like, that's not my argument ever. I'm saying... Met, much as our Roman ruins so many things around here, that Roman, I think, kills both of your guys' arguments a little bit because he brought the bloodline down with his with his not showing up for whatever reason he did. I think he he, he hurt the bloodline in his with, the, with his tardiness. I also think that you can't beat a dead horse. And like you said, like, Sammy's moment was... Winning the tag team championships off of um, the Usos or whatever, that's fine with me. But I just think that what he did in that short period of time, honestly, since the mania before, you know what I mean? Like, I think that was really cool to, like, kind of get known for something silly but awesome with Knoxville. Dude, I love Sami Zayn, so I don't like to argue against him for any reason whatsoever. Because <laughs> the dude's fucking amazing, and he's one of my favorite people to see on TV. I just think of the whole year. I remember how we all felt when we were watching these things. And I can't think of another time where, like, Roman's matches meant more to us and other fans than when he was fighting Sammy. And then I don't think we wanted more of a victory so for those two. Roman and Jay? What do you mean? Those moments? Yeah, like, I, I am. I, I don't know. <laughs> that was like a, I, no, one, no one thought Roman. No one thought Jay was winning that match. And I, well, it's, yeah, it's kind of my. Yeah. That's like the same. You're saying, no, like, it's not. Did you really think that Sami Zayn was going to beat Roman Reigns, dude? It as much as you wanted it, as much as you wanted it, Listen, did you really think they were going to pull that that's trigger? Ninety nine. That's why they're the writing time, him no. off, Sami Zayn yeah. off now, because it's like, what do you do with him now? Mm-hmm. So like, we're going to put an injure. We don't have a story for him. We're going to figure it out. Give him some time off. Yeah, give him some time off anyway. He he had he worked a lot this year. Because like you said, off. like the, you know what I mean? Like where do you go from there? The moment's kind of like. Done. We're what is Jay going to be without Yeet? I mean, <laughs> you know I mean? Casey Huffman. <laughs> Goddamn yeah. Casey Huffman. Goddamn Casey Huffman got him good, dude. Yeah, got him I mean, good. Just, uh, well, how about this? Before we get out of here, why don't we do uh, a real hot take? Who would be your, and no explanation, who's your AEW MVP of the year? Oh, no, 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 no. We need, to, we need to take our time. This is another discussion for next time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, that's true. I'm not, we're not about to we'll go We'll see you next this. week with our big announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Huge like, announcement. Listen, we're not going to sit here and spend 20 minutes talking about WWE's MVP and be like, <laughs> and oh, AEW and a throwaway. Yeah. Oh, like MJF. Yeah. I would. Tony Khan, no, MVP. I will, yeah. not, I will not allow that disrespect of AEW. No, it's this great. We have a reason to tune in next week. Tune in next week. If you want to hear me talk about positive things about AEW, oh, and then no. these guys find a way to We're not like talking positive. The only reason we fucking pop I'm like is because Woody talks you're like, CM you're Punk. You like, like AEW. Yeah. You hate AEW. I'm kind of like in the middle. Heck is like, in I the like middle. Heck is the neutral. I hate AEW. I hate Tony Khan. My name is Roman. I have been here with Heck. You're Woody. Yes, sir. And Chris. Fuck you, Roman. And we are out. Thank you very much. Yeet. Trademark copyright. <laughs>
Yeah. Trademark, copyright. Trademark, AC Huffman. Tracy Huffman sucks. I don't know, man. That dude can really. What if go. he's like a, an amazing he really guy? Go. He just hasn't had his moment yet. Like he said, that guy can really go. Well, what if he can? And then now I'm gonna look like a smart, you know? Like well, well, he really knows his shit. He's talking about Casey Huffman. Have I you seen his should, finisher? Woo! I think we should get him to. Uh, we'll get him to eight hours. <laughs> I'm looking him up now. I can't really find him. Let's get him. Let's, let's get him. Uh, let's get him here. You know? Let's, let's get awesome. him in the shops. A meet and greet with, uh, with Casey Huffman. Yeah. yeah. A, a meet and eat. <laughs> a yeet and greet. A meet and yeet. A yeet and greet. That is oh, funny, dude. We thank should. you very we much. Really should. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bedtime.